Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. <laughs> now, so, so are these jackets? Are these jackets? That's the question. Are they jackets? Are those, no, those are different. These are different jeans, yes. Yeah. No, they, these have a little more weight to them. You can see you intentionally, when you were picking the jeans no. today, you're like, nope, I'm not doing that elastine. I'm getting they're, a real jean they're today. They're the same jeans, just a different dye. It's literally the same jeans. Something, man. I got them at the same time. They made them at the same you, time. You, you considered that choice oh when you picked God. those out this morning. Here we go. It's unavoidable. The only reason I considered the jeans is because I had a different shirt. You gotta have this. Chris, you gotta you coordinate. Cons- you you considered the jeans for Max. the same reason I went like this this morning. You tried, same thing. You, you, you tried to make sure you were sure. <laughs> oh, oh, they're living in your head rent free. No, it's because the people you spend t- five hours a day with are going to be gigging on you the whole time. If oh, you- of course, it's yeah. got to happen like that. It's got to just like the Champions Dinner last night for Scotty Scheffler. Right? He yeah. hosts the Champions Dinner. Mm-hmm. He sets the menu, and then he tells the live golf guys, "Meet me at the ninth green at nine o'clock at night." Wonder if they took him up on his invitation. <laughs> Speaking of which, the petty from Augusta National and Fred Ridley not inviting Greg Norman, head of Live Golf Tour. All right, if you say let, so. Let, let's keep the let's keep the focus on golf at Augusta. Sure, <laughs> sure. No sh- no shade. Nothing to see here. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Canty in for Key and Jay today. You know, I, I was thinking about the game last night because we were talking about it a lot. Lakers Clippers heading into the night, right? Yeah. Yesterday morning. And I was thinking, we were so caught up in should AD and LeBron play? And the answer was yes, right? And I was talking about how it's a choice, two bad options. You don't want to play them second to back to back, a lot of minutes, this and that. And yet it's worse not to play them. And you were definite. You have to play them. You're passionate about it. We were so caught up in that that we overlooked the fact in talking about the game, how important it was for the Lakers that they were playing the second of back-to-back over an o- after an overtime, and they were playing their third game in four nights versus the Clippers team. Who hadn't played since Saturday. Who hadn't played at all in that time. Yeah. So, like, you know, that showed up last night. I think Clippers beat the Lakers 125-118. Westbrook was hot early, but Chris, I think the Lakers put up a good effort, but this is what happens it's a schedule loss. Like, this happens in the NBA. You give me a team that plays three games in four nights, second to back-to-back off in overtime versus a rested team, what's the percentage? Is 80% of the time they're going to lose that game? Yeah, but the problem with that, Max, is that it was such a missed opportunity because if the Lakers win that game last night, they have an 87% chance of being in the playoffs. And you ask anyone, you'd prefer to start the postseason knowing that you've got a seven-game series as opposed to a two-game sample size if you finish in the seven or eight spot, two games to win one in order to advance to a real playoff series. It's a dicey proposition because anything can happen, injuries, et cetera, especially when you consider what Anthony Davis and LeBron James have dealt with all season long. Now, it's clear that they were feeling the effects of that overtime game at the Jazz, plus you're playing out in Utah, traveling back. All of that factors in. That's why AD and Braun combined for nine points in the first half. If you would have told me that that was going to be the case in last night's game, I would absolutely say that the Clippers were going to hang another L on them. One thing I didn't realize is that Ty Lue, since he's been the head coach of the Clippers, had lost to the Lakers. Yo, Ty Lue. That's wild. Ty, he's won 11 straight games against the Lakers. Without his guys a lot of the time. It's, it's like Batum and these guys doing it for him. 
All right. Like, you know, by his guys, I mean Kawhi and Paul George, who've been in and out of the lineup with injury. But Kawhi was so surgical last night. Yeah, I mean, he, he know, was he's so surgical. Not just last, last night, night, this season, late in this season, he had, he, this is Kawhi Leonard again. Yeah. Like, you know, we don't think of him among when we say who's top five, who's top this, because, oh, is he going to be around? But when he's on the court, is Kawhi top five still? I mean, listen, let me ask you this question. Based on what I saw last night, do we have to consider the Clippers as a live dog once yes. they get to the playoffs? Yes. Because Paul George is coming back at some point. They have arguably the best coach in the league in Ty Lue. In fact, I would argue he is the best coach in the league. If Mm -hmm. I had to pick one guy, it would be him. They have a great one-two punch. And and, and in modern NBA history, more than anything, you want two two two-way wings who can shoot. Like, they got it in Kawhi and Paul George. A two-time finals MVP in Kawhi. They got the bench. The bench. I mean, think about it. You got Norm Powell and Terrence Mann coming off the bench. Them two combined for 41 last night. Those are ballers. 41. Those are ballers. Mann is a baller. I mentioned they have guys – they go eight, nine, ten. They got guys. fifty-five points from their bench last night. Yep. Fifty-five. Yep. You're gonna be hard to beat if you can go nine deep once you get into the postseason. This is the and guys Western that Con- you can rely on. So the Western Conference this year, we're, we're talk. We've talked a lot about the Lakers and Warriors, and those are the big, flashy, you know, names and brand names, and they've won championships in recent years. Yep. Obviously, Denver because they've been really good in the regular season until recently. And then you look around, you go, Memphis, is it there? Can they take the next step? The Clippers are absolutely one of those teams that if you look at the team and say, can they win a championship? Yes, they can win a championship. Well, look at the side of the bracket they would be on if they stay locked into where they're at right now, Max. I mean, you're talking about the teams that they would have to face. Now, we'll see what happens with them in Golden State. But if for whatever reason you're talking about the Clippers being the six instead of the five, you got to go through the Sacramento Kings. You got to go through the Denver Nuggets. Do we have any doubt the Denver Nuggets? Do you have any doubts that that's something? I mean, not the Denver Nuggets, the Memphis Grizzlies. Do you have any doubts that the Clippers couldn't do that? Let's be honest about the Clippers, though. The reason you you diminish their chances in your mind is not just oh, it's the Clippers. Clippers going to clip, but it's the fact that with Kawhi and Paul George, they folded in the in the bubble against Denver yeah. before Jokic was even really balling like this. I mean, yeah. he was good, but not like this. They folded against Denver. They had a. They were up what three one in the series, and those guys came. All, and then that same team, LA smoked them. Right? The Lakers smoked them yeah. in the very next series. So that you you now you need to see Paul George show up in a game in, in a series like that before you really believe in the Clippers. But Ty Lue makes me feel differently. I want to get back to the Lakers. Okay. So they're coming off not just three games and four nights, and the second of back-to-back after playing in overtime mm-hmm. against the team that hadn't played since Saturday. They're coming off a four-game, eight-day road trip that included an unplanned extra night in Minneapolis because of a snowstorm and the overtime game in Salt Lake City at elevation. Mm-hmm. Here's LeBron James talking about, well, he, he calls it scheduling conflicts. He means schedule loss. I don't think he wanted to say it, but listen to LeBron. <laughs> You know, getting back, you know, late last night, but after an overtime game, and uh, it was a tough game for us. Obviously, we started off in the first half, not so playing Laker basketball. We had some good spurts, but uh, not enough. So this is one of those, uh, uh, those scheduling conflicts, you know, in the season, and uh, definitely got the best of us tonight. Listen, I know, Chris, you were talking about, hey, here are the implications in the actual standings, the real-world effects of what just happened, right, the impact of it. But this reminds me, in its way, of 
the Bucks getting their break speed off by Boston. Yes. Where everyone's like, oh, my God, yes. look at this. Boston is a bad matchup. It's like, hold up, time out. It was the same thing. They had played five games in seven nights. I think it was three out of four. Mm-hmm. They were playing the second of back-to-back. In the NBA, the professional gamblers have known this forever. In the NBA, that is a surefire loss for the team play, you know, with a bad schedule. Yeah. So I agree with LeBron's analysis here. Yeah, I'm not panicked about it. And Bron said as much. He was like, we, we, we land where we land in terms of the standings, and we'll go from there. I, I don't look at what we saw last night as an indictment on this team or a game that's reflective of what their ceiling is once we get to the postseason. I just think it was a missed opportunity. And that's the thing that you lament as a player when your season doesn't end the way you want it to. Because there's so many of those opportunities throughout the course of the calendar that you didn't take advantage of. And yeah. you just wonder if you get one of those games, you, maybe this game or this loss doesn't become as important because you're in a better position. It certainly so, doesn't. Yeah. So it just doesn't. And, 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 and so that's the, that's, the, that's the thing that in looking back on the Lakers season and looking at how we started the season, Max, and Rob Palenka not doing more before the trade deadline, how many opportunities did the Lakers pass up on in putting themselves in this situation where now they might be forced to go through the playing round. I got to give it to Palinka though. On the fly, at the late hour that he did it, Chris, you couldn't have – it's hard. He couldn't like, have he done did, better. My oh, only question, Max, well. is why did he wait so long? If you were going to end up trading that pick anyway, why didn't you do it earlier maybe in the season? Maybe the deal season? wasn't as good. You know, Maybe they wanted to give it some time. I don't, there, could be, there could be a number of different reasons, but that will be always be something that we second-guess if this Lakers season doesn't end the way we want it to. Well, you know, what we're discussing now with a kind of alarm for the Lakers is because of the seeding. And, Chris, you mentioned it yeah. earlier. LeBron also talked about the seeding after the game. It is what it is. Whatever, wherever we end up, that's where we end up. Um, you know, I mean, it's been a... Been like four or five seasons in one for us. Um, we don't have the luxury of, uh, you know, saying this is what we need to do. This is where we're going to be. You know, just you know, we need to still continue to play good basketball. We got another game on Friday versus a very good team. Then we end the, end the season on Sunday, um, you know, versus Utah. So uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see wherever we fall, and we'll be ready to go. Yeah, that sounds good because you can't change the outcome of the last night's game. But let's keep it a buck, Max. He wanted that game. Like, you saw him pregame the way that he looked, almost as if he had a scowl on his face. Kendrick Perkins was doing countdown with Cheney and, and uh, Malika, and they made a point to, to spotlight LeBron James and the focus that he had in that game. You look at that. You look at Kawhi Leonard, who played 43 minutes last night. That just wasn't some ho-hum regular season game. This is the that, biggest game these two that teams That mattered have played. for both sides. This and Ty Lue said that. Ty Lue said this is the biggest game that these two teams have played since everybody got to town. No doubt. Now, here's the question I just mentioned earlier. Where does Kawhi rank in the game, if healthy? Because Kawhi is just a quiet assassin. Kawhi has kept Kawhi, like, you might argue if he's at his best, there's no one better than him. But but In the Western the, Conference playoff field, what does he rank in terms of players? Kawhi. But, well, I want you to table that because here's the other question, okay? What you got? I've been saying, look, when everyone's healthy, KD is easily the best player in the league. Like, easily. I saw him serve everybody when he was healthy. Like, <laughs> stop. But here's the thing, man. It's a team game. It's not just how one guy does. LeBron James has had many seasons in his careers with teams that look like this. One crime partner, a bunch of role players, yep. looks like they're dead in the water, and you blink and they're in the finals. Well, that was in the East. It was weak. He's not. 
The West is like the East used to be. Everyone's flawed True right story. now. By the end of these playoffs, are we sure that LeBron isn't still the best player in the world? That's the guy I want when the rubber hits the road. That's the guy I want. I don't think he is anymore, but I am not sure yet, and we, Chris, are about to find out. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. I thought we would be up there, but we obviously aren't. I don't have a single negative syllable to utter about Kyrie Irving. He is not the problem in Dallas. Total disaster, and if they don't make the play-in, the offseason looms as a major, major question mark. Luka is the one that has a huge question mark hovering over him. Luka gets 41. They lose a game. Luka's not only depressed after the game, he looks depressed during the game. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. You get to work. It's no problem. You don't have to stay in the car. Take us in with the app. Meantime, Chris Canty in for Key and Jay. Chris, we've been talking on this show a lot, and I've been mentioning how Mark Cuban has a history. This is not, you know, why haven't they been more successful in Dallas? Mm-hmm. They, have, they did one that, win that one championship with Dirk. Yep. But it's a warm-weather city. It's a glamour market. They have a supposedly player-friendly owner, right? Yeah. Fan-friendly owner. They have had signature franchise uh, championship-level centerpieces, right? They've had all that. Why haven't they been better? Well, and you can point to certain pivotal moments. Nash walked out the door. He was in his prime. Cuban didn't want to pay him. They lost him for nothing. Yeah. Brunson walked out the door. He was entering his prime. Didn't want to pay him. Now the deal looks real team-friendly, lose him for nothing. Mark Cuban basically responded. Yes, a reporter asked him a question. I'm not going to say he responded to this show, Chris. Let's mm-hmm. face it. That's, we're, That's we're probably what happened. Yeah, he, he's a fan of the show. Mark Cuban adamantly denied that Brunson was willing to sign for four years and $56 million, the extension that it was reported as late as early uh, January last year, that people, oh, you could have had him for $56 million. He said Jalen's father, Rick, and Jalen both said, they've, they've both said that's the case. Hey, we insisted the Mavs were not given an opportunity to negotiate before Brunson signed a four-year, $104 million deal with the Knicks and free agency. <laughs> Here's the quote from Mark Cuban. When it, where it went south was when Rick took over, when the father took over, Jalen Brunson's father. Mm. When the parent took over or parents took over. That's what Mark Cuban said. Here's the quote. We thought we could turn him around. We wanted him 
we wanted to re-sign him and wanted to keep the season going together. We thought because JB kept telling us he liked being here. JB never gave us an indication. It was only the parents that were the issue. Even the agent said, worst case, we can do a sign and trade. Now, Chris, let me tell you oh boy. Here how, we go. how I'm feeling about here this. Here we go. Okay? If you want to keep a player. You're going to keep him. You're going to keep him. There's no question about You're that, You're certainly Max. not going to lose him for a half of max value contract type deal, yeah. right? Like, I believe Cuban will do everything to keep Kyrie Irving. The bottom line is he underestimated the value of Brunson. Now, Cuban might say, so did you guys. That's fine, Mark. You might be right about that. No, in fact, I will tell you from my point of view, you're absolutely right. But, I, here, but here's why we can't take fault in that, and he's got to be accountable. He's in the building every day. That means Chris, Jay- this is he's what, with Jalen Brunson. This they, is where I'm going. They see the development of the player. This is where I'm going. He might be. He is right about that when it comes to me. I didn't. I knew Brunson was good. I didn't know he was this good. Nobody. But did. it's not my job to. We follow in the media. The Mavs are one of the teams we pay attention to. They're one of when you add basketball, football. They're one of twenty teams probably that get talked about. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. There's so many hours in the day. Mark Cuban is the most involved in the personnel owner in the NBA. It's his job, Mark. It's your job to know how good Brunson is. Yeah, and here's the thing. It's a little bit of revisionist history by Mark Cuban, but as my boy Stack Jack always says, a hit dog is going to holler. And when Luka Doncic smirked and said a lot when he was asked how much they missed Jalen Brunson, that cued ownership and the front office that, hey, Maybe it might have been a mistake that we let this guy go, especially with the turnaround that we're seeing from the New York Knicks. Now, as far as Rick Brunson getting involved, let's also keep this in mind. The New York Knicks hired Rick Brunson last offseason right before free agency kicked off, okay? But that wasn't something that had been years in the making. That was literally months before Jalen Brunson got to free agency. You had years to re-sign Jalen Brunson if you wanted to. Now, nobody predicted that he was going to turn into the player that he did in the second half of last year and help the Mavs go on a Western Conference Finals run, but you should have known better in terms of what the player's trajectory was and be more willing to offer him that, what, extension that was going to pay him, what, around $60 bucks. You got to get that done. That ain't on nobody else. But instead, you let the guy walk out of the building for nothing and he signs a $160 million contract with the New York Knicks. That is solely on Mark Cuban in the Dallas Mavs. There is, nobody, there is nobody out there to blame but them. You can't pass the buck on Rick Brunson. You can't call it tampering with Leon Rose. Hell, Leon Rose knew Jalen Brunson since he was a little kid. So it's not like you didn't know there was a pre-existing relationship there. Bottom line is, if he's compatible with Luka Doncic, you should have kept him in the damn building. And now you're on this star search to find a running mate for a 24-year-old that's averaging, what, 38 and 8? Yeah, you got to find a guy that can play alongside Luka Doncic because since Jalen Brunson has walked out of the door, it feels like they've struck out. They went from a Western Conference Finals team to a team that might miss the – uh, uh, in a league where two-thirds of the team, you have 15 teams in your conference, 10 will yeah. be playing after the season. They may not be one of them. That, you, Max, Western hey, Conference Finals to missing uh, uh, playoffs in a league where it's almost impossible to miss the playoffs. And let's think about this, Max. You got two Hall of Famers in your backcourt. L- Luka Doncic will be a Hall of Famer. You know what the Kyrie problem? Irving's resume, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. You, know you got the, that kind of talent, and you can't find a way to win with those dudes. You know what the problem is, too? Once you let Brunson walk out the door, now you have to replace him. 
you have to thin out the roster. Yep. You got to le- lose Dinwiddie and you got to lose Dorian Finney-Smith and Markeith Morris, whatever. Those are three. If the, if the Mavs had this exact team but added those three if players. If you had Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah you'd be about really good. So yeah. that's basically what you – you could argue who you'd rather have as a player. I know Kyrie's better, but who would you rather have in a team concept, right, Kyrie or Brunson? You, that is actually an argument based on the positive effect that Brunson has on the locker room, on the team chemistry, plus his production. Well, let's right? not forget what Brunson was when Luka Doncic missed a couple games in that Utah Jazz series. That's right. Remember how good he was last postseason? He's averaging 24 he a game this year. He was unbelievable. But here's the thing. It's one thing to be good in the yeah, regular yeah. season. Match. Ca- yeah, 100%, it's different 100%. when you step up in the playoffs. Nobody saw that coming from Jalen Brunson. He drops a 40-piece nugget in that Jazz series on the way to helping the Mavs take control and advance but, to the second round. So, so the reason I bring up the these other players as well. We we couldn't if if Cuban's point as well. Well, the fifty six wouldn't have get it done. They're gotten it done. They're not telling the truth. But yeah. Mark, in the end, what you wound up doing was taking Markeith Morris and Dorian Finney Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie and trading them all to get Kyrie Irving, right? who was phenomenal last so night just in the take, fourth quarter. Right. So just take one of those guys off your roster. Now you can pay. You can, you can get it done yeah. with Brunson, and you have two of the other guys. Yeah, There's so what, no way around the fact that you messed up. Yeah, so your argument is, even if Jalen Brunson is a lesser player from an individual standpoint yeah. than Kyrie, based on the pieces, the assets that you had to give up, and the intangibles when it comes to leadership and team chemistry, the, 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 the net would be, it would be a net positive, even though Brunson is a lesser individual player. Let's say... Markeith Morris's salary, and I don't know what it was, but let's say you get rid of him just so you can pay, just so you can pay Brunson a little bit more, right? Yeah. You get it done earlier. So you mean to tell me you would trade Brunson and Dinwiddie and, and Dorian Finney-Smith for Kyrie Irving? No, of course you wouldn't do that. But that's essentially what they did. Even if Cubans arguing it would have taken more money to sign than they had Now the they're they fighting for their lives to get into the, to the play-in tournament. Never thought I'd see the Dallas Mavericks in this position. Two months ago, there's no way you could have predicted it. 888-SAY-ESPN. 729-3776. You worried about the Lakers? You believe in the Clippers? And do you buy what Mark Cuban is selling? 888-SAY-ESPN. KJM. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. I thought we would be up there, but we obviously aren't. I don't have a single negative syllable to utter about Kyrie Irving. He is not the problem in Dallas. Total disaster, and if they don't make the play-in, the offseason looms as a major, major question mark. Luka is the one that has a huge question mark hovering over him. Luka gets 41. They lose a game. Luka's not only depressed after the game, he looks depressed during the game. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Canty in for Key and J today. All right. Mark Cuban claims the Mavericks didn't get a shot at re-signing Jalen Brunson. Man, Mark Cuban need to stop lying. Mark Cuban need to Brunson stop lying. Brunson wound up signing a deal for like half the max contract. Listen, I love Mark Cuban. He need to start stop lying to tell the truth. Shame yeah. the devil to tell the truth, Mark Cuban. You had every opportunity to sign Jalen Brunson before he walked in free agency. Well, from his point of view, and maybe he still needs kind of a, a uh, adjustment in his thinking, you might look at someone like Brunson and not, still not really understand. You're going from the, uh, an assumption, a level, where you're not understanding his actual value, so you're not treating him like, like I, we made every intention to sign him. Really? Did you understand how valuable? Do you, would Cuban admit that he now thinks Brunson's better than he used to think, like the sure. rest of us admit? Sure. Because if you admit that, then you also have to admit you made you, a mistake. You made a mistake. You didn't <laughs> really go after him to, yeah. to keep him. Yeah, you went with this half-hearted measure, saying we like you, but we're not going to commit. We don't this, love you. This, what is this? This sixty million dollar extension, like fifty, fifty-seven, fifty-eight million dollars, whatever it ends up being. You could have gave him that. And Jalen Brunson said, "Well, he's on coming. I wouldn't take it." Jalen Brunson. Well, Jalen Brunson said on the record, I would have taken it. But Chris, he my said point he is, even if, even if Cuban is telling the truth about that and Jalen Brunson's lying, let's just say that's true, there's still a way to keep him. You can still move some pieces around and say, okay, bet that won't get it done. Will this get it done? Yeah. But here's the thing. It's, it's revisionist history, and I trust Woj's reporting more so than I trust any of the actors in this situation. Mm-hmm. If Woj said it went down this way, then that's how it went down. And he went through chapter and verse yesterday on exactly what happened and how it all played out. The Dallas Mavericks underestimated the market for Jalen Brunson, and as he continued to ascend in the second half of the regular season last year and on into the postseason when the Mavs made that run to the conference finals, that's when the market shifted for Brunson, and he decided that, you know what, I'm going to go run with the New York Knicks. Leon Rose is there. They just hired my daddy, and oh, by the way, I don't want to engage in any side and trade because I don't want my new team to have to give up assets that can then help me have success at my new destination. Elvis in Boston, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Coach, I'm Mr. Chris and, 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 and Max. How you doing today? What's, What's on, happening? Guys? What's happening? Hey, man, I just want to get on here and say a few things. First, let's start at the beginning of the time, right? When 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 we had uh, – when the owner, Mark Cuban, had uh, – Steve Nash, he let him walk out the door. This facts now. He let mm-hmm. him walk right out the door when, when we were in Dallas. Okay. Then we get into now, 
2023 when we have a lot of active uh, black fathers in these kids' lives, right? That are actually being able to make decisions. And as well, these parents are starting to take control of these kids' lives. And now the owners, who usually have a lot of say in this because we as minorities don't know, know now, right? The problem is we're being hip to everything, and now we're feeling like, oh, well, the father and the parents are getting in the way. No, no, no. This kid, this guy been in his parents' life. He's been in his child's life his whole life. It's like I came on the last time I talked about the kid from Memphis and, and, and uh, John Moran's dad, right? He's been in his life. So what I'm saying is they've been in their life. He, he, he blew it, completely blocked it, and now you're seeing a, a pass first point guard uh, acting a fool in New York. And plus, it's a bigger market in New York, too. You know what I'm saying? And then, furthermore, we have a GM in Leon Rose, right, who's a, who's a, a, a player's guy who will go down there and talk to the players, talk to the parents, and build relationships with these with parents and kids, you know, because the parents are there now. That's why New York has changed. And, and, it's and an interesting point, Elvis. Hold on. It, Chris, what do you think of that point that Elvis seems to be making? I, find, I think the most interesting point is – the father's involved in getting criticism from the owner of the team. Now, oftentimes, you know, people in business don't want, like, family members involved. They would rather dispassionate professionals involved, right? Sure. But on the other hand, Elvis is making the point it's a black father. And all of a sudden, not suddenly, but there is criticism of that when he's been in his kid's life the whole time. And by the way, got the preferred destination, got more money, all those things. The John Morant thing I, is, is another issue, right? The question, mm-hmm. because all fathers from, from any background, there are better and worse influences, right? But what do you think about the general point? Yeah, I think the general point is well taken. Here's the thing, though. If you're the Dallas Mavericks, it's not like Rick Brunson is just some AAU helicopter parent that's just parachuting in. He was with Tom Thibodeau when he was in Chicago and Minnesota. So this dude is a legitimate NBA assistant coach. So if you're putting a full court press on trying to keep Jalen Brunson, you don't want to consider barking up that tree to potentially bring in Rick Brunson and give you a better chance of keeping Jalen, his son? That's absolutely ridiculous. And, Max, I just went back and checked the receipts, the timeline. The Knicks hired Rick Brunson on June 2nd, last summer. June 2nd. You had time before that happened in order to sign Jalen Brunson. But the Knicks had a plan. But my point is the Dallas Mavericks – had plenty of time yeah. beforehand to sign Jalen Brunson if they wanted to. They didn't think he was going to have a robust market. They made that miscalculation, and now they are dealing with the ramifications of Cuban that. Eventually- Don't blame the daddy. Don't blame the Knicks for tampering, for you making a mistake in terms of evaluating your own players. Mark Cuban eventually owned up to the mistake he made with Steve Nash. Yes. He just admitted it. I didn't know he was going to be. He's like given his age and what he wanted. I just I messed up. Will he eventually admit that about Ma- Jalen Brunson? Max. Dave Max. and Maryland, yeah. This is going to be a $100 million mistake. Date, maybe more when you talk about what a championship is worth to your team. David Maryland. What's going on, fellas? Uh, listen, you know, I heard that last caller, but he's missing the whole point. Mark Cuban is the problem here. He, knew, he thought for sure Jalen Brunson was not worth the value what he wanted. And so basically he gambled and he lost, and he's lost big. And here's what the problem is. This, Mark Cuban has just wrecked this team. He, he has ru- ruined this roster so bad that the, the Davis-Bertans trade the year before was horrible. I mean, the Wizards soaked him. He's on the hook for two years for $17 million. Do you know if, if the Mavericks are forced to give Kyrie the money in the offseason, 
they can't play any defense. The only way they can win is outscoring people. They're not going to have any money. They can't even resign Christian Wood and Dwight Powell. They are stuck next year. Mm. So if I'm Luca, I want out. I want no part of this. He is miserable. You can see how unhappy he is. They can't win. Mark Cuban, he he might be great outside of this uh, other businesses, but he has ruined this franchise. What if Luca and wants to play with Jalen team, Brunson again. Still talking, but they years and they have no cap room next year, guys. Dave, we got it. it. Dave, we got it. Dave, 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 we with you, and you're absolutely right. That's the next thing that's going to happen. If they keep swinging and missing on bringing in other stars to play alongside Luca and it not work out, Luca Doncic want to get away from him. That's going to cost Mark Cuban a whole lot. The thing I was saying, Max, this is going to be a hundred and fifty million dollar mistake because Jalen Brunson signed a four year, one hundred four million dollar deal with the Knicks. They're going to have to offer Kyrie Irving a five-year, $272 million deal in order to have Kyrie even entertain staying they have in Dallas. bird rights. But think about that. So think about if that. If Luka goes to the Knicks, let's say he wants to play with Jalen Brunson. Is Luka that day, the, the day he walks into MSG, the biggest star in basketball? That's the question. 888-SAY-ESPN. Coming up, tier pressure. Pressure on Western Conference teams. To win a title. KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast. Featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Well, by the way, I didn't even realize that. You know how you're like, why aren't you ever bopping when the movie... Yeah, I saw that just now. You had to bop just, just now. Because we came up, I'm like, oh, look at that. My head's bopping. <laughs> Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're on. Excuse me, Dougie Fresh. That's all it takes. Um, Mark Cuban. Oh, Can't play Mark. that Inspector Gadget. Come on, oh, man. Oh, Mark. Come on, Mark. Mark Cuban. Come on, Mark. Mavericks didn't get a shot at re-signing Jalen Brunson, according to Mark Cuban. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's funny because some guys, like, take Pat Riley. A lot of people have excuses. Yeah. And pa- Pat Riley comes back with what he needs, right? Yeah. Oh, everyone wanted Tim Hardaway. He got him. Everyone wanted Shaq. He got him. Everyone wanted LeBron and Chris Bosh. He got him, right? Yeah. J- Jimmy Butler is going to leave it. He gets him. It's interesting how he gets it. Not every time, but he gets his man. Everyone else has excuses. Yeah, but even when he doesn't get his guy, because remember, he was in on the KD sweepstakes, he finds a way to be able to compete. to compete by reinventing the roster and all of those different things. And he has a really good coach in order to do that. That's also one of the things that we got to start looking at too, Max. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, think about it now. Like, I, I, I get that they went to the conference finals last year, but when Jason Kidd walked out of Milwaukee, that team instantly became a title contender. Yeah, and by the way, the Dallas Mavericks had the most efficient offense of all time. Yeah. With Rick Carlisle there, yeah. everyone on every play was exactly where they were supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, we're going to start looking at Jason Kidd a little funny, too. John in Plano, Texas. You're on KJM ESPN Radio. Yeah, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Mark Cuban is not the problem. Luca, for God's sakes, is not the problem. Look at their record. Look at uh, Let's not the, the Mavericks it. were the number four seed. The whole, hear me out. They were the number four seed without Jalen Brunson this year. The number four seed. When they signed Kyrie Irving, they went from the number four seed on Feb- February the 8th. And I said it on your show that their one loss record with Kyrie Irving He's a team disruptor. What did what did he do for the Celtics? What did he do for the Nets? Luca is the go-to guy. Sure, hindsight's twenty twenty. So maybe they should have signed Jalen Brunson, but they didn't. They did not. But they were still the number four seed in the West prior to Kyrie Irving coming on board. And Kyrie Irving, Luke is no longer the go-to guy, and he's not the issue. And neither is Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban is the most player-friendly owner in the NBA. They have no defense, and Jason Kidd ain't that bad a coach either. You know, Kyrie John, Irving making, is the issue. John, you're, John's, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, John, I hear – John, we get you, and it's a good point, and here's why I think it's a good point, Chris. Mm. It feels like everyone is bending over backwards to not let, – let's look, it's not just Kyrie, it's Luka. He has to change his style of play. What about Mark Cuban? Uh, what about Jason Kidd? But – Let's look at the biggest, most obvious thing, mm. what John brings up. And, and partly it's because Kyrie has been vilified in the press, maybe out of proportion. Okay. And partly it's because you, can have, you have eyeballs. You watch him play. You go, oh, my God, there's no way teams are better without him if than with If you watch the fourth quarter, scratch that. If you watch the second half of last night's game against the Kings, that was all Kyrie Irving. He dropped 25, including 19 so, in the fourth. And so we are looking for other people to blame. Sure. However... Kyrie came into this situation, like, let's look at the big thing, the obvious, the elephant in the room. Kyrie came into this situation having, being maybe the most skillful player who ever lived. Yeah. On multiple different teams, their record was better without him than with him on the floor. It doesn't seem possible. And and he did, and creates a lot of media attention, and it's a lot of it's negative around the team. And the team disruptor in terms of chemistry, you have teammates who come out and defended him, but it's pretty obvious what has happened in different places. Yeah. And the question was, what's going to happen in Dallas? And as John points out, they were the fourth seed in the Western Conference yeah, when he got but there. Here, but here's where that argument doesn't pass the smell test. The goal for the Dallas Mavericks ain't to be the fourth seed during the regular season. It's to compete for a title. Right now, the Sacramento Kings are the third seed. Does anybody think they're going to win a championship this year? Hell no. Those are two That's separate what, issues. No, you're saying it's two separate issues, but the whole point is to construct a team that you think is capable of going further than what they did last year, which was the conference finals. That's why you make the big swing and you go after a Kyrie Irving to give your team That's more from- firepower. Because, listen, the Spencer Dinwiddies of the world and Dorian Finney-Smith, they all serve their purpose. They have their roles. They're good players. But those aren't the guys that you're going to need in order to get Chris, out yes. of the Western yeah, Conference. And by the, way, and by the way, Kyrie's a champion. And he's a champion no because doubt. he came up huge in big moments. No doubt. So, but, that's, but you're conflating two separate issues. Yes, okay. you want to you try and win a championship. And Kyrie can be a part of that puzzle. We already know that. Yes. But there is also the question of, his, of, of why teams seem to function everywhere he's been except for with LeBron. Better without him than with him. The same team. 
because he's been injured, he's been away. And would that happen again in Dallas? Yeah. And so far, it's not a huge sample size, but it's not an insignificant one. So far, once again, the team functioned better without him than with him. Now, in this case, they traded a bunch of pieces to get him. Yeah, yeah. But still, here it is. Yeah, well, here's the other thing. These two guys haven't been in the lineup for a whole lot of time. So there's a learning curve in terms of learning how to play with one another and play off of one another. Right now, it's take-your-turn basketball on offense, like you saw what Luka did in the first half, where he was more in control. You saw what Kyrie Irving did taking control in the second half. Those two have to find a way to be able to coexist in order to be the best version of themselves. But even so, you're still talking about a roster that's really flawed because they play absolutely no defense, and it's hard to win in the second season when that's their team's when that's your team's makeup. Now, what I will say is this. I understand why the Dallas Mavericks made the trade for Kyrie Irving, but it's a prime example of throwing good money after bad. You made a mistake, and now you're chasing after trying to right that mistake because you shouldn't have let Jalen Brunson walk out of the Chris, door. Chris, I hear what you're saying, and you can get into the details and say maybe Kyrie is a victim of circumstances here when you really analyze it, but the fact is, the big picture is, he has a career now. It's a lengthy career already. Sure, He's, I would say, the most skillful player who ever lived, and he's very talented too. He has won a championship with LeBron. Every other stop in his career, the team is better without him than with him. It happened again. We can't ignore it. We can't pretend that, that well, if you really, every time there's another reason, yeah, it's happening again. No, I feel, I feel where you're coming from, Max. The only problem with saying that is that it feels like you're letting Luka Doncic off the hook. Because he's got to take some of the no, blame. No, for no, no, wait, wait. No, he's got to take some of the blame. We have discussed Luka on this show out of proportion no, no, to Kyrie even no, as it relates no, to the Mavericks. I, well, well, Kyrie just got there five minutes no, ago. No, no, I'm saying since the Kyrie trade, we have been looking not only on this show but various media outlets sure. have been bending over backwards to look in places other than Kyrie because it's too obvious, right? Yeah. It's the easy narrative, right? Yeah. And yet, at a certain point, you're looking everywhere except for the big picture, easy narrative, which may also contain a lot of truth in it, which is he shows up and it, it goes sideways. I think the conclusion that we're coming to, Max, there's a lot of blame to go around in Dallas. Yeah, that's, that's what it sure. comes to. The coach, the owner, Kyrie, Luka Doncic, the defense, there's a lot of blame to go around in Dallas. The only problem is I don't know which one of those entities is going to be the one to fix it. That's the problem, Max. Who the hell is going to fix it in Dallas? Well, the reason I go to Cuban is because he's the one constant through all the years. He's well, you got, can't fix it when you're in got, denial, Max. He's the got first, one chip. The first part of fixing a problem is admitting you have one, and you're not willing to admit that you let Jalen Brunson walk out of the door when you shouldn't have. Does Ravens GM Eric DaCosta have a problem? That's coming up. KJF ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.